0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Jesus Does My Taxes. I am Jeff Chaney. I'm one of your hosts. Along uh, with me, I have our, one of our fearless leaders, Ryan Amarone. Welcome back, everyone. And we've, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus as we were finishing up our busy season, and it's summer. And in the summer, we, we kind of like to go a little bit outside and try not to be stuck indoors in front of our computers all the time. So we took a little time off. We've made some changes. And uh, today we're going to talk about an important topic that I think people struggle with, and it's called integrity.
1: Integrity. So, what does uh, that mean?
0: <laughs> so the definition of integrity, if you look it up uh, online, it's it basically says it's the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles or a uh, moral uprightness. And you know, when we when we um, when we look in the Bible. And we go through several readings. Integrity is mentioned quite a bit. And I know in Proverbs 10, 9, it says, whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his way crooked will be found out. And Proverbs 28, 6 says, better is a poor man who walks in integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways. I know over the years, I've had several discussions about integrity. And, you know, somebody kind of put it this way to me. It's, it's, you know, do you kind of do the same things you do in private that you do when you're not in private? You know, it's like uh, those quiet places, the way you really act when nobody's looking. If you're if you're showing strong moral principles at that time, that's a true test of integrity. And I know in the business world, we are often challenged. Our integrity is often challenged. You know, asking us to do things that maybe we don't want to do that goes against our principles, just in the normal conduct of business, dealing with clients and the way we want to respond. It. And it's, it's basically keeping that that foundation of who we are in Christ going at all times. Ryan, I mean, you know, we deal with, uh, with finance. Mm -hmm. So, so we're, we're always, and finance is a tricky subject, right? Anytime you deal with somebody's money, you're, you're, uh, you're kind of going down an avenue where integrity can sometimes be lost. And uh, I mean, we've had some, we've had some, some strange, interesting clients come to us. Well, I don't don't want to say clients, because I think a lot of times we've turned them away, but we've asked people, we've had people ask us what, to cheat, to steal, to lie.
1: Yeah, and then in our field, you know, we we walk a very uh, fine line with with the the tax code and everything. So when we're looking at this stuff, anything that we're not comfortable with and, and challenges our integrity, you know, we have to make a, a, a smart business decision and and morally sound decision as well that we can sleep at night with
0: yeah have we have you ever have you ever
1: done anything for a client that was less than admirable because they asked you to? no, and and that goes to my integrity where I kind of refuse to draw that line and cross that line. <laughs> so we've been asked several times. Don't get me wrong, but uh,
0: you mean nothing that you want to admit on air today? <laughs>
1: exactly. This is a broadcast uh, podcast. Why would I incriminate myself for anything that somebody else does? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah.
0: I actually, you know, when I when I meet new clients and we we have kind of these introductory phone calls, I actually tell them right off the bat, I will not do anything illegal, so don't even ask. Me losing my license isn't worth you saving a dollar. And but you know, it goes beyond that, right? So it's not just it's not just like cheating or, you know, let me just add a little extra on this line item or anything like that. It's 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 kind of the intent behind it, you know, because it's easy to say that you're you're a good person. I think most people truly believe they are. I haven't run into too many people that will willingly admit they're and truly believe that they're just horrible, rotten people. And their whole mission in life is to destroy other people. But so I think, I think most people like to think they're good people and and look, we all make mistakes, right? But if your foundation is strong, then you're walking upright the whole time. And when these will say opportunities come, you know, do you, do you stand for what your principles are or do you make slight adjustments? Because when you make slight adjustments, you're basically kicking the door open. And um, you're kicking the door open for bad things to uh, to come in. And then when you start doing a little bit of wrong, just a little bit, then eventually it starts to become a little bit more. And it starts to eventually become a little bit more than that. And then before you know it, you don't even realize the lack of integrity you're you're acting on or, or showing other people. And, and you think you're in the right the whole time. So. You know, part of part of integrity for me, anyway, is always having someone to stand beside me to let me know when I'm getting out of line, because I think sometimes we're just we're just blind to our own act, and you know we have to be careful with that. We have to be really careful with that.
1: Yeah, I totally um, agree. You know, once you see somebody's compromising their integrity, I mean, it starts the snowball effect. You start seeing them make concessions in other areas that they typically wouldn't. So you know, it, it's always uh, important to have that strong foundation that you can always rely on.
0: And, and when it comes to the business world, I mean, look, we're all, we're all in business partially for doing what we like to do. At least I, I would hope so. And then partially to make money for our, you know, our family and our lifestyle. And you know, the other side of integrity is, is, is doing what is, is, you know, just basically like Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. So we have to understand what we're really doing. Right? Who's watching us? And we sometimes forget that just because a person is not in the room, doesn't mean we don't have uh, God watching our actions. And you know, He doesn't place He doesn't He doesn't place things in our life to cause us to sin or to be tempted, but but He allows us a way through those things, and uh, always allows us a way through those things. But at the end of the day, who do we answer to? Are we looking for the approval? Of our business partner, our employees, our clients, just other people, or are we looking for the approval of God? I have clients who, you know, are, are Christians, and when I look at their their actions, I see. And again, I'm not I'm not here to judge. I just go by what I see, and what I see is that their actions are constantly for the approval of their their clients and 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 who they can retain money from. And I wonder if if that's the way they act when they're in, in their own quiet place, you know, cause it just seems like an awful lot of adjustments they're making to appease clients. And I know things get hard sometimes that we have to, you know, this past year and a half <clears throat> with COVID, I know some business owners have seriously struggled. And when you're trying to provide for your family, it's, it can be, you know, it can be a little bit of a challenge if, if your, your business isn't coming in and you're not making the good money. So you know where's your trust at that point where are you placing your faith at that point are you are you making concessions so that you can earn extra money or and have you kind of thrown to the wind you know your foundation or have you um, kept yourself upright pushed forward and trusted in god to take care of you and i know it's not every business uh, some businesses have thrived during this this past year and a half and and that that presents a whole another challenge is that sometimes you could be thriving so well that you get a false sense of security, right? You have so much money coming in, you get a false sense of security. And then you start making some extra concessions on that side of it. And then, you know, you have to ask yourself again, and I go back to Colossians 3.23 again, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. So Ryan, what have you seen over this past year?
1: You know, I've seen so many businesses struggle. I've seen people saying that with everything going on, they're, they're looking for their next paycheck. They're trying to make make it by so that they can pay their employees or pay their vendors. And, and when you hear sad stories like that from businesses who have just been been killing it for the last 10 years, and then this outlier event is basically putting them on the brink, you know, it's really heartbreaking to hear from your clients. So, So at that point, when you're looking at your integrity and saying, you know, what can we do to get them through the this, this storm at this point? You still got to look at your integrity and, tr- and challenge your foundation and see what are you willing to compromise, if anything, and, and kind of just taking it from there, I've seen.
0: Yeah, we just, we just watched an individual what, start doing well during this past year and a half. And, and then what happened, greed set in, right? Exactly. And, 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 and we, we could kind of see this person. We were, we were watching some of the actions and we're, we're watching greed set in. And so then the lies started to take place. Yeah, um, we we saw we saw a person do things they shouldn't have done, and it was like almost blatantly obvious. But the interesting thing was when when you make mention to that person, they they see themselves in the right and um, they justify actions, and it was it was s- s- sad to watch. But you know, clients do things, right? Clients, our job is to just kind of guide and help them along. We can't we can't control their actions.
1: Exactly. If they're willing to subjugate their integrity and then you know go from there once you do it once i've seen it only gets worse from there it's much yeah. harder to pull it back yeah
0: i actually make a habit of when i have clients that, that that act that way i actually i actually push push a little away from because they they get so busy trying to justify their actions that they they try to pull other people in so i've learned that before in my experience i've seen that happen a lot so when i when i notice when I notice clients really struggling with their integrity, I, I tend to back away. I'll offer some insight, but I tend to back away and not get too involved with them for the time being and hope there's someone close in their life that can uh, speak to them the right way. And look, not all of our clients, a good portion of our clients aren't Christian. So integrity to them is, is not a big deal. But for those that are, it's, it can sometimes be sad to watch. And you know, Proverbs 4, 25 through 27 says, let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. And you know that's what kind of integrity is—is is, is holding true to the principles that we believe in, and allowing nothing to interfere in that. Um, not looking to the, you know, not swerving to the left or the right, but but basically keeping our gaze straight ahead on the cross and and working toward and 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 just basically allowing Christ to guide us.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. that's very well said. You know, anytime I see people struggling with their their moral compass or their integrity, I've always found it useful to actually call it out on them because more often than not, they don't have that self awareness to really look internally and see where they're straying from their foundations like that. So, so anytime I see clients struggling with that, I always make it a point to not beat them for it but make them aware of it because more often than not they're not they don't have that self-awareness when they have outlier events such as you know more dollar signs coming into their their bank account so they just lose that and that's all they can focus on so once you can make that that aware to them you see that they they usually will revert back to their foundation and if not then it says a little bit more about their character and i think that's the issue
0: and how does that usually go when you call somebody out on their character
1: flaws? Oh, they're never happy at first, but <laughs> at some point, you know, the, the, most people will appreciate it further down the road. And and I know that, so that's okay.
0: It's it's funny. Don't don't most people? And I, I think sometimes even I do this too. But don't don't most people, when when somebody comes up to them and you know, or or me, I should say, and has to have a, a kind of a talk, isn't our like first instinct to get a little defensive? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've learned over the years to just keep my mouth shut and listen. And then, and then after I, you know, and I just kind of pacify them if they're talking to me and then I kind of go in and I self-reflect because I realized at one point in my life that yes, I was getting so defensive on everything that that was actually missing the point of what the person was doing. They were really really trying to help in most cases, not everybody, but, but most cases I think people were trying to help. And sometimes we do need to do a little self-reflection. Exactly. Yeah. So Titus 2.7 says, show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works. And in your teaching, show integrity and dignity. <clears throat> so, you know, getting on this integrity talk is we really we really have to evaluate ourselves right constantly. And we have to match our actions to what are in the Bible. And and that was that's something that I've seen over the course of my life is, is that I'll start doing stuff and I just don't even realize it. And you really have to have, I mean, if you're walking this path alone, like that's just tremendously difficult because it's almost like we become blind to ourselves after a while. And uh, you really got to have somebody who can speak into your life and that you're not going to get defensive over, but you know, is obviously going to be somebody who's trusting and loving to you that can kind of just, you know, every now and then say, Hey Jeff, or Hey Ryan, like noticing something a little bit there. Maybe you want to kick that back a little bit, and and obviously not get defensive, and you know, and know that that person has your has your best interest in mind. If you don't have that person, that's a it's a difficult walk because there's just way too much out there. I mean, I feel like we live in the time where good is evil and evil is good. I really feel like that's really really apparent these days, and uh, so it is so easy to just lose our principles and walk with a lack of integrity and nobody really cares.
1: Yeah. A lot of these things are becoming the norm. Unfortunately, that 10, 15, 20 years ago were complete outliers in in the business world. And even in a personal standpoint.
0: Yeah. It's kind of sad. I mean, um, when when I started in this profession, it was a little bit the doggy dog world. You really just had to run over people. And and I I did really good at it. I was honestly I was really good at it. That's sad to say now because it's surprising (laughs) because I know your
1: your character now, so that uh, comes out a bit of a bit of a shock. So
0: (laughs) I I wasn't necessarily a Christian back when I uh, first got into this industry, and I I knew I knew the information right because my parents had sent me to church and uh, I had heard it, but it never it never took root in me until I was almost thirty years old. But I, I remember like anybody that was in my way, I would just run over and I was successful in business really, really fast. But I, I developed a reputation, which was just like, you know, Jeff's there to help, but if you can't keep up with them, you're going to get steamrolled. And, and I don't even remember what happened. Someone made a comment to me one day and I can't remember exactly what that comment was, but it just, it just made me like do a serious life pause. And, um, and it was like, it was, it was like burrowing in my brain. And it was like a week long. I was just, I was just reflecting on this comment and, and I re- and, you know, somehow I realized that my goodness, why do we want to treat people that way? I would think we'd want to treat people the way that we would want to be treated. And so I actually started to change my behavior. I actually changed the place that I was at because, you know, the atmosphere there was built that way. So I changed the place I was at. And then I started going down this path where I'm going to be different. I'm going to, and I don't think that happens to everybody. I was just fortunate enough to, uh, to have somebody say something that was so dramatic. It it actually, you know, kept me thinking for like a week long straight, which is, um, which is hard to do because as Ryan knows, my brain goes like a million miles, miles an hour in a million different directions. All, oh, it's all always the going. Yeah. But even since then, you know, I, I can, I'm not perfect, far from it. But I see, I see at times there's, there's just a lot of opportunities to present themselves. And I almost get this like check in my spirit, right? This, this little check, like, eh, maybe you want to check on that. And, and I realize that more times than not, we're asked to do things that compromise our, 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 you know, biblical and moral principles. And, and I feel that lately it's, it's just really often. And, uh, And it might just be because we're in the, we're in the world of finance and uh, but we have to treat everybody the way that we want to be in all respects and i know justice is a big thing for for people they feel like they need to get justice but you know what if we if we treat people the way we want to get treated regardless of what they do because we cannot control another person's actions i think we come out a little ahead a little on top and we're able to answer to god because there is a day where we actually have to answer for everything that we do and i i feel like we're going to have our lives flash before us for us and you know we have to see all this all these um, instances where we, we showed a lack of integrity and uh, we have to answer for that. And I feel like that would be extremely embarrassing. So could you imagine Ryan having like everything before everything that you've done wrong in life flash before you?
1: <laughs> no, that would <laughs> be very, very tough to watch. And, and, you know, when you're trying to make these decisions that, that kind of, you know, cross that line you at the end of the day, you got to be able to sleep with it. And, and if it's something that you're going to struggle with, you just got to walk away from, from something like that.
0: Yeah. And I find it's really not that hard to just, I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit different because I'm 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 more of a direct person and mm-hmm. um, a lot more of a direct person, right?
1: <laughs> you mean completely direct? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I've I've never really been someone that and so it's easier for me because I've never been someone that really needed someone else's approval, but I know a lot of people really struggle with that. They don't they don't want to be seen in a bad light. They don't they want people to like them and they want people and and so so a lot of times. Just because of that desire to have people appreciate and like them and look at them in good favor, they will do things that are compromising. And I know for me, that's, that was, it's never been an issue, but I do understand. And I have seen it a lot that there just are a lot of people who have such big insecurities that, and they know it's completely, you know, they know their actions are wrong, but they just can't help themselves because when they look at it, they say, you know, they say, I would rather have somebody like me than feel this and then, you know, then then hold on to my integrity. And it's not like they say it that way. It's just that the pain of not having somebody like them overrides the pain of showing a lack of integrity. And obviously there's several different instances of, of, you know, people's insecurities and how they manifest. I'm just picking on one right now because that one is like a super easy. It's, it's, I think it's something like more than 50% of the population really struggles with needing the approval of others. And so they will do compromising things to get that approval. (laughs) But at the end of the day, you know, we have to answer to only one and do we ever take God's approval into consideration? Because that's really the opinion that matters the most. It's really the only opinion that matters. And we sometimes forget that. We're trying to make our lives easier. We're trying to navigate, you know, every day that goes on, we're trying to navigate and, and, and build on and make make things better for us. But we sometimes forget that we have a heavenly father that basically takes care of us and is there with us, watching us. And as long as we stay close, as long as we stay close, we're okay. But it's when we start to drift a little bit and then we kind of forget, we kind of forget we have somebody there with us all the time watching us and helping us. And it's not like he's, you know, watching us like, you know, prying into our lives, spying on every moment. It's not like that. But, but he's obviously, if, if we have a relationship with him and he's with us, when that relationship starts to get a little bit distant, that's when opportunities arise so that we could get tempted to fall away from him. And we want to make sure we're staying close. Because his opinion is the only one that matters, and the Bible has a lot to say about how he views us. I mean, he created us in his own image. He loves us so much that he sent his son to die for us, and that's, he, he has quite an investment in us. And he does not want to see any of us fall, perish. That's that's not what he. That's not what he created us for. Unfortunately, we we go down that road due to our own sin, but. <clears throat> That's not what he wants for us. He wants what's best, but we do get to make our decisions, right? We all, we have free will. So he's there to help guide closer. You stay to him. Easier it is to understand where he's guiding. You start to drift a little bit easier. It is to sometimes um, make the wrong decisions because we're not Mm -hmm. listening to the right voice. We're listening to one that's, you know, we're listening to our own fleshly voice rather than listening. I don't know, Ryan, anything else you want to say about integrity? I mean, we can go on. Really, for hours pulling out different examples and having a whole lot of fun with it. I say that facetiously, of course, but we've just seen—we've just seen what over the last several months we've just seen a lot of good people, well-intentioned people, make some really bad choices and decisions. And, and yeah,
1: I think it just goes back to the whole self-reflection and, and the biggest component to helps keep you. On the track that you want to be on, you know. Once you establish your foundations, once you establish your your ethical and moral principles, you know, surround yourself in a circle that that aligns with that. Because if you don't surround yourself in a, a close circle that that mirrors your principles, you're going to be constantly making compromises to do things that other or other people's foundations don't line up with yours. And once you start doing it once, it's only going to snowball from there.
0: So now let's let's in the business world look at the other other side of it, right? Let's look at how people view us versus how we act, right? So when we start to, when we start to um, lose our integrity, like somebody comes to us and says, hey, can you do this for me? And you know it's not right. What happens? It starts to, it starts to manifest and you get a reputation of, of really, really fast showing that lack of integrity, don't you?
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's only going to attract further people who have those similar principles. And if that's what you're trying to stay away from, it's never good to be around that.
0: Yeah. I mean, we just, we just what, came across the path of someone just recently who we were, we were talking with people and they said, oh yes, I know this person. And it, it was like one person after another, after another, they didn't have anything nice to say, did
1: they? No. And, and that just goes to, to show that, that there's more so intent where people are trying to align with somebody else's principles when they're not trying to truly <laughs> hold themselves accountable to that. And uh, it, it's just, you can never keep up with it.
0: Yeah, and it was uh, it was such uh, minimal occurrences that they, these people had together, and to develop a reputation like that, I feel like when you when you start to show a lack of integrity, you know your customers, your clients, your 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 peers, it seems to it seems to say more at times than when you show integrity. Exactly, and or it stands out more, and and it, it, my goodness, I mean, I, I I quickly watched someone who I, I think you know, was, had, had some good positive energy with clients, like almost in the snap of a fingers, you know, all their customers just didn't even want to like hear this person's name anymore. And Mm -hmm. it was, it was so rapidly fast that it was, it was kind of interesting to watch sad, really sad, but you know, but that's, that's what happens when we make these decisions. Right. So nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes, but regardless of that, there are consequences for our actions, good, bad doesn't matter. There are always consequences. And even though we may not intend, sometimes we do, but even though we do not intend to make the wrong decisions, sometimes when we do make those wrong decisions, we have to pay the price regardless of whether we had intent or not. And, and, you know, but that's not always a bad thing because sometimes we learn that way, right? Um, It's learning the hard way. That's what
1: people learn sometimes, unfortunately.
0: I'm I'm a guy so I feel like the only way I learn is is the hard way. I I can't I can't you know Bible says learn through wisdom, right? rather than through experience, but there's there's times where oh my goodness, I feel like I just can't have somebody give me a response and I learn the right way. Like I have to I have to test the the wrong way and I don't know why I do that. <laughs> Cuz we're hard-headed. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Completely thick headed at times, most of the time, but nevertheless, it's, you know, we're again, we're not perfect and we don't say we need to be perfect, but we do say we need to hold true to our values as much as possible because it's really, really, really easy. I mean, I don't know how many business we've seen, not only just fall in the last year and a half, but the owners and the people involved fell faster because they were just willing to compromise themselves to get ahead. And not, I'm, I'm sure not all of these people were, were Christian. I do know a couple of them were, but they had their faith and their trust in the wrong place. And, you know, you have to ask yourself in these, in these times where things get a little bit difficult or, or we get placed with these temptations, you know, do we have enough faith and trust in God? And if we don't, we really need to pray that uh, it strengthens because it's just too easy. These, it's just too easy these days to get pulled down. Uh, way too easy. First Peter 2.12 says, keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. <clears throat> so the other side of that is when we when we do good and we do hold true to our integrity and we really stand for it. That's also noticeable too. And it does say a lot too. I know just even, just even at a low level, we have like, here's a perfect example. And this is again, really at a low level, but I do not make a practice of swearing. Um, It's not natural for me to, it used to be a long time ago. I used to have a trucker's mouth, but nowadays I I just don't, I don't swear. And, uh, and I don't tell people that I don't appreciate them swearing or anything like that. It's just something I do personally. And Ryan, what is it everybody in our office when they say a bad word, how often they come up to me and they're like, oh, sorry, Jeff, we didn't mean to say that. And I'm like, I, I, I
1: exactly I, you've established <laughs> that that is not the norm for you. So, so people try and you know align with that when they're, they're around you, which is nice. But
0: I've, I've never told anybody that it bothers me, I've never made it a rule. I just don't speak that way. And I, I guess people have picked up on it, and then because of that, they respect and we'll call it integrity, but they it's, they they respect that. And, you know, it goes, it goes a long way. It makes it uh, nicer. Now it's not always perfect right now. Not everybody is always going to feel like they're walking on eggshells when they're around me. That's not the case. They just, I don't, I don't even know how people notice that. Is it just, are, is everybody just so used to somebody, you know, cussing that when somebody it, does yeah, it- when,
1: when when you hear somebody using a, a swear, every other word, and that's the norm. Uh, and then you hear somebody who <laughs> you have to think back and be like, wait a minute. I haven't heard him swear yet. So yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty obvious after one or two conversations with you that that's the case.
0: I, I do find it funny. Cause again, I don't, I don't ever tell anybody that um, cussing bothers me or that I don't swear or, or here's a rule. I don't ever do that, but I, uh, I, I do notice that occasionally, you know, especially like when I uh, will hire a new employee or, or something to that effect. And after a couple of weeks, they'll, they'll be around me and you know, they'll, they'll say a, a swear word. And, and then all of a sudden they just look at me and they're like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, what are you sorry for? I, I didn't say anything. It, it gets a little silly, but you know, there's just an example of keeping your conduct honorable. And I'm not saying that's you know a right decision or a wrong decision. The way I do it, I'm just giving just a, a minor example of something that's noticeable, and to help reflect on it. But it's true when you when you do kind of hold yourself to be honorable and and full of integrity, it does get noticed. And I know with our clients, I mean, I've had clients say, I'd really like to do this, but I know you won't do that. Cause you know, that's kind of, that's kind of crossing the line. And, and it's, it's sometimes nice to hear that because it, it means that your actions are holding true, right? It, it's, it's, it's good to know that people know you have enough integrity that you're not going to cross the lines, even if they want it. And again, I know it's not always easy, and uh, situations in life present themselves sometimes that we just we just make wrong decisions. And nobody's bad, necessarily bad for for showing a lack of integrity, but but it's something we have to pay attention to because, you know, the Bible talks about integrity quite a bit. And uh, Hebrews 13, 18 says, pray for us, for we are sure that we have a clear conscience desiring to act honorably in all things. And that's the way we should be as Christians, right? We should, number one, always be in prayer, but more so than that is we want to, Act honorably in all things. We're representing God. Every part of our life as a representation should be a representation of God. You know, we're we're kind of supposed to be a mirror image. It draws people to Him. Now, it's not our responsibility to draw people to Him. That's the Holy Spirit. But but we need to be a reflection of who Christ is, so that when people see it in us, they understand that there's a difference, and and they understand that there's more, and they're missing something, and and then they can go to God and find that. But they're they're certainly not going to look at us if we're doing. If we're constantly doing things that are wrong and bad, they're certainly not going to look at us and say, "Oh yeah, let me be a you know I have a hole in my heart and I'm missing something in life. Yeah, you know, let me go chase after what that person is doing." No, that's that's not the case. So, Ryan, anything you want to say about integrity? Because I know that when we were talking about this before, you know, you were kind of you were kind of like, "Yeah, that's a good topic. That's a great topic."
1: <laughs> well, yeah, there's there's a there's so much to say about integrity and. and- One thing I keep going back to is you got to have that reflection. You got to look at yourself at the end of the day and say, have my actions made me a better person or did I compromise my, my moral principles here? And you know, there's going to be times where you're going to struggle with it. You know, nobody's perfect, but it's having a good, strong circle around you that, that you could bounce things off of and help you get back on track. I've always found to be very, very helpful.
0: Titus 1:7 says for an overseer as God's steward must be above reproach he must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or a drunkard or violent or greedy for gain. And we're in the finance world, so greedy for gain is something that we have to we have to be careful with because money brings greed, right? And um and everybody's everybody's business has all different, you know, sides of it. Ours just happens to be that it's it's focused on money and, and taxes, one of the one of the best things ever, right? That's something we live for.
1: Nobody likes taxes.
0: I love taxes. Besides us. <laughs> <laughs> Besides us sick-demented people who just enjoy reading tax law. Right. Well, thank you all for joining us. Today we'll be back a lot more often. Our hiatus is over and we plan on being more involved in getting these podcasts up. So stay tuned for the next episode coming up. And we, we would ask that you please follow us. And again, this is Jesus Does My Taxes. And everybody have a great day.